You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Welcome back to Voyagers of the Jump. So, um, ever since we talked about how jumps work last week in the Traveler Universe, <laughs> I've kind of been thinking about, you know, like, what if I lived and worked on a ship that was jumping from world to world? And I had this whole week that was like just totally and utterly cut off from the known universe. And like, what would I do with that time? So, I start, I was just wondering. What do you all think you would do if you were in the, like, if you were jumped in this pocket universe where you literally had no way of contacting any other bit of the entire known universe? Like, what would you do? Huh. I, I, I think it'd be a lot like quarantine. Um, I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. didn't we do this? Yeah, we kind of just went through this. <laughs> way longer, but really I guess sensitive, you're right. Matthew. Really very sensitive. I don't we bring can't this up. talk to anybody. Topic. We can't talk to anybody, though. That's the difference. You're like completely isolated. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you can talk right. to people on well, your ship. A, yeah. Well, the the ship's computer is said to have basically unlimited storage, so okay. it would have like the entirety of the internet like on it. So it would probably be a lot of just like binging. I think the crew would be walking around. No one, would, no one would wear pants. You would just, just, just everybody just in their rooms or whatever, binging whatever. Like emerge, it kind of like scuttle to the the galley to grab some chips, and then kind of like scuttle back. Uh, I am pretty sure it would just be the ship of slobs. Yeah, <laughs> it would be like the reality show Below Decks. I think I think that'd just oh, be yeah. all kinds be of like exactly like that. It'd be just like that. It'd be all kinds of like fights and like weird sex uh, triangles <laughs> and stuff. Like over, it'd be like jump rules. What happens in the jump stays in the jump. I think. There you go. Yeah. 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 There you go. That's our I new think that's what would happen for this campaign. What happens in the jump stays in the jump. That's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. Oh yeah. Jump uh, Island. Meanwhile, Puffer's just kind of like wandering past at his boxers to get some chips. Oh, <laughs> That's a jump rules. Jump rules, totally man. Unaware. <laughs> jump rules. I I didn't even think about like other crew members. I was thinking of that really bad movie with Chris Pratt and is oh, it Jennifer yeah. Lawrence? Which one? I didn't Passengers. see it. But, uh, Passengers. Yeah. Passengers. Right. And basically, yeah. they bad. are the only two who wake up. And like they have so much time together, but they're going to die because they woke up accidentally from their like cryo sleep before they reach their new planet. So at first it's like, let's just have fun. But then it becomes very like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, this is this really? endless amount of time. Yeah. And then it turns into a weird movie where like the compute, like the ship is actually bad and it like did it on purpose or something. It was weird. It just gets a little weird. But um, it's different <laughs> if there's other crew members. If I was alone. That's one thing. If there's other crew members, because originally I was like, oh, I'm going to get really buff. I'm going to be like, <laughs> yeah, like going to prison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm going to be like swimming in the pool that the spaceship Spinning. has. Yeah. I'm going to be doing like pole dancing classes that I was never able to do. Uh, but if there's people around, I think that's that's different. 
Sydney. <laughs> I'm like Artemis has a pole set up, like in a yes, <laughs> yes, in, in, her, in her her yeah, in the galley. She doesn't have her own room in the bunk area, and she's like, all right, move the beds. I got to do my routines. It must be really weird too. It's like you like you're like all right, I'll see, like ha- um, have fun on your space adventure. See you at Christmas, and then they come back and they just and people have just had, like gone utterly solitary and have done <laughs> po- like they're expert pole dancers and have gotten really buff. But it's like, <laughs> what happened to you? And you're like, I just. <laughs> She's in the jump space for a while. Space changed me. Been, been a while. <laughs> That's I what they say. First day. What? Well, I was saying, like, first day in the jump, you have to beat up the toughest guy in the Yeah, right. <laughs> That's yeah. the rules. Otherwise, that's, that's the only way to that, survive the jump. That is definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd have any problem. Like, if I was alone, if there's a holodeck, if there's a holodeck, there's no problem. No, no. If you have a holodeck, yeah. It's holodeck, yeah. Until it tries jump. to kill you. Remember, every episode, <laughs> it tries to right. kill us. <laughs> That's right. The most dangerous device on the, on the ship. It's essentially a, it's a, the danger room of the, of the Star Trek universe. It is. Oh, it's, it it's is. like the ship's version of Saw. Like, oh, you want to play a game? <laughs> it is. Well, I mean, you might turn out like Barclay and end up having a holodeck addiction. Right. <laughs> I certainly would. I think almost everyone would. Yeah, of course you would. Probably. I was thinking, I was thinking I'd probably have the best of intentions and I'd be like, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to read like all, I'm going to read all this entire list of books and watch all of these movies. And then inevitably I'd probably be like, uh, just (laughs) when are we going to get there? And (laughs) kind of like during quarantine, actually. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh One of the things talked about, because you can turn gravity off in, like, specific portions. So there's, okay. like, weird types of racquetball, like zero-gravity <laughs> racquetball. Oh. Um, and then, like, ships that have, like, like, one hallway, it goes down the whole thing, they will have a dartboard on one end, and they will play, like, dartboard darts across the length of the ship <laughs> in zero-gravity. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah which is that like weird crap you do with your board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. inertial darts. <laughs> yeah. I was having a conversation with, with somebody with a group of you recently, and yeah. I won't go into the details, but basically, I was like, none of you have had a, a shit job recently where you were literally where you were literally do anything to pass the time, have you? And it was just, I was just like, oh god, you remember? Don't you remember like back when you had that job in high school, and it was just whatever you could do to get through the next hour was a gift. Oh yeah. You mean five years ago? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember quite well what that was like. The happiest job. <laughs> but I would probably, if it was me, I would probably just watch a bunch of like Rick Steves travel videos. Uh, and That's all I would do for a week. I'd just watch Rick Steves. And just dream of the places you could jump to? Yeah. yeah. And then, although if there was a holodeck, what I would do, because what I often do to pass the time in my own brain is I'll say like, okay, what if the Mets had Rogers Hornsby <laughs> and fantasy baseball, <laughs> Christy Mathewson, you know, so I have this like, so I would, I would have the holodeck. Like I would, I would yeah. bring back like Forbes field or something. I'd have a holographic uh, yeah. replica of Forbes field and I would field my team and I would watch them play a simulated season in the national league in 20, 2022. Uh, and I just sit in the stands and like, watch. I could pass years that way. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. When I was when I when I run, if I have like a long stretch 
of like when they don't have to turn or anything and it just gets really boring and I, I want to just occupy my brain i try to think of like the longest song i can think of and try to work my way through the lyrics not like something i know really well but something i'm like <laughs> do or is or like inevitably though my, my mind is always like i always just go to frankenstein which has no words no words I'm just, trying remember, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to remember what? the riffs in order <laughs> wait what's frankenstein frankenstein yeah, wait, sing it. winner uh how does Frank sing us like that? Da 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 da. Right now. Da 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. Da 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 Inevitably, I get to the part with Dracula, like way too many verses early. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, well, if it's just like if you had been voyaging through the jump space, enjoying, say, high passage on a vessel traveling across the sector, for example, in the Spinward Marches, maybe, and the jump bubble has just closed and it's been exactly one week since last episode. So why don't we catch up? Mm. See that segue? Oh, yeah. It's my favorite segue. It's wow. a really good segue. You're Thanks. getting so good at these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's almost as if, yeah, it's almost as if I should be working on these more. Um, anyway, <laughs> last episode, we met I the crew. I will often like think of them ahead of time. I'll like think of like, well, what should I say in this moment? But that's just my technique. I don't know. You can do whatever you want. I, well, oh, I really I'll come over there like down. in about seven hours. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I literally wrote one down, and as I looked at it, I was like, I don't want to say that. Uh, <laughs> call an audible. That's good. I call an audible. <laughs> Didn't work. Uh, well, uh, last when we last we met this merry band of adventurers, uh, they we established them as the crew of the far trader Kate's Gambit in action. Wait a minute. Actually, I have a I have a question. Is it? Yes. Should I refer to it as? Kate's Gambit or the Kate's Gambit? Ooh. Uh, like my Kate's Gambit, Gambit, right? Two words. We're not the Flaming Lips. It's Kate's Gambit, right? Wait, <laughs> Sounds like we're Arctic monkeys. Club. It's Kate's Gambit. <laughs> so you're Maybe like, there's... I'm on board yeah. Kate's Gambit, not yeah. I'm on board the Kate's Gambit. Yeah. But wasn't like the Two K words. like scuffed off almost, so it just looks like Eight's Gambit Eight's or Gambit. something? <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. That's perfect. Somebody was trolling and they did it. <laughs> oh no, the K is silent. <laughs> Skid, do you, Skid, do you like the royal the before? I gotta say, I like the the because I like the short the Kate. I mm. like remember the Kate. I like the, I like that. The Kate, yeah, or the but, gambit, but, but or the gambit. But I think we've there's probably there might be a rift in the crew. We may not mm. we might not agree. I think wow. perhaps the formal name of the ship in the books is the Kate's Gambit, and some of oh. us refer to it as. Kate's Gambit because we like the shorthand, but I think and like if we were to sell the ship, we would be like it's the Kate's Gambit. Yeah, because we're trying to be fancy with it. Yeah, got we're it. trying to be fancy. Okay, yeah. and like right. and would you were you really trying to like get her to work? And you're like, come on, Katie, come on, <laughs> <laughs> stay together. Come on, Katie, Katie old girl, <laughs> hey, stay together. Hey, hear me, Katie. Don't fail me now. Um, well, we met the crew of. The Kate's Gambit in action. Mm-hmm. So there was the pilot, disgraced former ensign Philo Speaker, played by Skidmar. Uh, the steward and former cult leader slash rock band groupie, looking for her lost sister, Georgina Gigi Kershawn, played by Elise Marie. Thank you. Don't say cult. 
<laughs> we don't. Uh, the engineer, disgraced, also a former disgraced ensign, Wes Puffer DeMar, played by Seth Skorkowski. And, of course, the astrogator, Artemis Piper, who, despite all the best schooling, still ended up living a life of crime. Played by the one and only Sidney Emanuel. So, together, this crew has been working off their debts by doing odd jobs from a mysterious figure they know only as Ames. And they were in the middle of a no-questions-asked delivery on the world of Garda Villas in the Spinward Marches. But unfortunately, after delivering the coordinates to their contact and receiving a mysterious payment, air quotes, of data cores, it seems as if various factions on the world had discovered what they were up to, and they were forced to make a hasty exit. Uh, and it looked like they were about to get away and outrun their pursuers and jump, uh, but then all of a sudden those ships broke off and an entire... Imperial Navy battle squadron appeared on the lidar, just a broadcasting bat run. a batron, if you will, <laughs> uh, broadcasting on all frequencies. Far trader, far trader, power down your jump drive and prepare to be boarded. So, what do you do? Uh, we don't have yeah. a captain I, though to really do. <laughs> Artemis, Artemis slaps Puffer's hand, who actively <laughs> looks like he's going to press the transmitter. Don't <laughs> talk to them. <laughs> well, what are we supposed to do? Don't stop pressing the button. Right. We're jumping. I didn't press it. Hit the gas. Far trader, far trader. Power down your jump driver. You Hit will it. be fired upon. Hit We're it. jumping. Uh, I don't want to be a contrarian, but I think if we try to jump, we're a bit overmatched. And you think that I can't <laughs> jump in time? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I'm sort of impugning your abilities at all. I, I don't want to go back to jail. Anyone? Anyone else? Jump. Yeah. Jump. I mean, Puffer didn't like it, but I... I... All right, here's our two options. Real quick, real quick. Here's our two options. They fire at us. We die. They board us. We die. You want to jump or what? I don't think... Listen, this is the Imperial Navy. I may still have some sway. I think I have Uh, more sway than you. you Well, (laughs) you're just in jail. At that moment, a laser bolt flies like basically directly in front of your pl- your your windshield your windshield your window. windshield <laughs> the wipers, wipers I turn the wipers up. on to like get a, the- they put a shot across your bow <laughs> fire trader fire trader power down your drop drive immediately all right look i'm powering down they're going to start firing on us all right should i hail them <sighs> yeah find out what they all want right. please <clears throat> thank you Gigi. this is the uh kate scambit Answering. What's your problem? Please power down all systems and prepare to be boarded. What did I tell you? Who did I fucking tell you? Right. Fine. Right. Hey, hey, we got nothing to hide. We didn't do anything. We got nothing um, to hide. What is on those data core? Do we know what's on those data core? Oh, I would like to download everything on those data cores. Not okay. into the ship. Not into Put the them ship. In my armor. <laughs> Okay. I have a, I have oh. a computer oh. built into my armor. Oh. Oh. I would like that. to download all of it. Okay. And then yeah. find a place to stash those. Okay. okay. All right. Like, all right. Like all right. So put them in the, the car. Put them in the four the four wheel drive thing. They don't send like a battle fleet after a a Chevy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's like we heard you stole this guy's car. Do you think think it's about the ATV? 
I, I don't know. We don't know. Right now, we don't know. It's as if like your car, you steal, a, you steal someone's Chevy, and then someone like they send the Marines after. Yeah, the SWAT team crushes the car with a tank. I mean, it's probably got like a primer colored door. I mean, I, I don't have good views of what this must look like. So, but, All right. uh, yes, Matthew, I would like to start downloading. Roll me, roll me a computer's see. check. A computer's. Is, is there a way to assist anybody if I don't have the skill set? Like, is there like a luck or something, or a look or luck? A luck, a luck, like a up and down oh. roll to assist. Do you have a look? leadership? Um, no. Not jack of all. Oh, jack of all trades. Well, you could, that would allow you to roll the check. So if you wanted, to, if you like wanted to go meet Puffer in the engine room and and work with him to like help him download, I'd allow that. We could do a task chain. Yeah, I think I would do that. I would help Puffer. Okay, so then if you're going to assist, why don't you give me the computer's check first, so and we'll let that modify Seth's roll. Okay. Uh-oh. Um, and then I'm going to have you, by the way, I'm going to have you roll for how long this takes. Oh, with a d6 or? Yeah, there's a, ti- there's a, there's a table for that. So that's a seven. Is it? Um, okay, I was gonna say it's, you're just downloading some some files. I don't think they're encrypted. It's a fairly, it's an easy task. So you you download it uh, a seven. So you have it's a margin of three. Um, so that gives you I believe that gives you a plus two to your current check, Seth. Okay. Uh, so I would have already had an eleven. So thirteen. Oh. Nice. All right. So wow. So you get so you succeed quite well. The effect of that is you're able to download it. So what I'll do yeah, this little is, line go and I plug it in. Next, yeah. <laughs> I'm handing them off. <laughs> so uh, let's roll for that. Give me a so, uh, because you succeeded so well. I'm going to say you're going to roll one d, and it's going to take that many minutes to do this. Okay. Minus two. So we could, that's your that's the effect of your exceptional roll. I rolled a one. Okay. Oh. Wow. Okay. You're man, you managed to <laughs> you managed to basically do it in uh, let's just say a minute with with a wow. <laughs> with Artemis's help. You're able to just very quickly download everything. That's so cool. Just passing them back and forth and like jacking <laughs> them into his armor and just and doing then it as, record as we're speed. doing that, we're also just like hiding them. We're just hiding like each one. We mark them to hide. Great. Yeah, which so now like roll me a stealth stealth roll. Yeah. yeah. So you, okay. each give, you want to task chain or you want to do this separately? I'm good at stealth, but I'm sure you are too, Seth. I think you are actually a little better. Uh, uh, see, I would. I have a stealth of one. Trying to figure out which stat it would be. Uh, either education or intellect. If we're doing it in the engine room, I'm pretty sure I, I know my way around. Uh, so I'd have a plus two. Yeah, I do. You want me to assist you? Yeah. Yeah. Education sounds good. Oh. So yeah, so Seth, give me the roll first. Uh, let's see, eight plus two, ten. Okay, I was because this is a, an old ship. I was going to say this is a difficult roll. So you you got it. Uh, old ship, lots of hiding places, but like everyone knows what a far trader is, right? So there's not a lot of not a lot of mystery there. Mm-hmm. So you get so you don't you get no bonus. You get a plus, it's a plus zero to your roll. Something that oh, is so a ten. I keep okay. pointing out spots, and she's like, duh. <laughs> yeah, she's a thief, and she's like, that's the first place I would look. Seriously. All right, so maybe, okay, maybe you, you succeed. So maybe what you do is you go down to like you can maybe one of you has converted one of the staterooms into just like an IT closet, 
And mm. just, you've got a bunch of hard drives there anyway. I tuck and them you just in. Kind of just like toss them onto the table with the others and mix them up a bit. I love nice. that. I love yeah. that. Uh, hide them in plain sight. Okay, it's like so a th- super hot room with like a stripped down bed, just piles of computer racks on it. It's like old equipment. It's awesome. <laughs> um, all right, so then as Artemis and Puffer work on that, uh, what are you, Gigi and Philo? What are you guys doing? Powering down the ship and yeah. Um, Anything uh, you want? Anything you want to do before you're boarded? Uh, no. I just want to make sure that they know we are definitely. This is end scene. GG, Kershawn. We are not a threat to your naval fleet at all, and we are willing to comply at this time. Well, I know they very well. They know we're not a threat. Yeah. I want to kind of. I want to kind of like set up an analogy for what this is. So basically, you guys are basically, let's say, in a Winnebago. <laughs> and they sent an aircraft carrier carrier group <laughs> to, ca- to to intercept you. Like there's <laughs> seems a little unnecessary, but okay. Yeah, they well, okay. We can just drive <laughs> inland and we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, then they just scramble fighters. Oh. Um, okay, okay. So uh, they uh, they tell you to power down your engines and shut down mm-hmm. all non-essential systems. Yeah. Uh, and is there anything you want to do in, in the like you have? Probably about five minutes is on the ship before you're boarded by you know, the Imperial Navy. Philo is going to button up. He's going to put on his back suit just in case, and while he's like shutting down systems one by one, like with one hand he's like putting his back suit on, and with the other he's like switching down systems. Great, great. Okay, Artemis is going to crack a cold Coke of cola, which is the classic soda pop drink of space. And it's a sorry, yes, you're right, Skid. It's a diet Coke of cola. Right. And uh, she's going to sit so with her formal. Feet. There's no need to be so formal. She's sitting with her feet up, uh, sipping it, looking very casual, just like sipping the soda, waiting for them to walk in. Space okay. Coke. Okay. Uh, Gigi? Can uh, Gigi, so how far away is that uh, ATV we stole? Is it right close by? It's in the cargo bay, yeah. Okay, yeah, so um, Gigi's just Sorry, looking for any, like, recognizable papers that it belongs to someone else, like, to rip them up so that Scratch the VIN number. Know. Yeah. This doesn't belong to someone else. That's okay. <laughs> this is our SUV. <laughs> the least amount of crimes, the better. Yes. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what that would be. Uh, deception? Deception's more like, talk, like when you're just talking to somebody, right? So Isn't stealth... I, I thought there was like a stealth was like specifically called out as like forgery or something. Maybe I'm I, wrong. Or, okay, that might be streetwise. Streetwise, uh, street yeah. yeah. Street, oh, street streetwise. streetwise is great. Okay, yeah. you I'll know where to find the number. <laughs> right, this, this is seven. 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 Uh, Bad, right? Oh, that's not an eight. Ew. Yeah, I was uh, actually that's going to be a fail. Uh, yeah, that is. I was, was going to right. get an average check. Okay, so yeah. you 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 scramble in, but you you can't get the computer turned. The car the car's computer turned on. So okay, uh, okay. yeah. All right. has got the keys, and he's in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where are the so, keys? Philo, you yes. power down the ship. You shut mm-hmm. down the engines. You shut down the you, you the jump drive has been already been shut down. You shut down all non-essential systems, uh, including the lights. So uh, you're just sitting there, sitting there, floating out in open space and the only light uh, besides the emergency running lights are is coming from the sector star and then oh, this cool. huge shadow just falls across the bridge 
and then this, the gunmetal gray underbelly of an Imperial heavy cruiser just slowly <laughs> creeps overhead, blocking out all the light from the star. And then the cruiser extends an airlock tube and it makes contact with the side of the Kate's Gambit and it's like, and it ratchets onto your, ratchets onto your ship. And then with a big hiss, it depressures the corridor. Are you all, where are, where are you all now? Are you waiting I'm by the airlock? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you have the, uh, the deck plan for the oh, yeah. Where was it? Yeah. Do it, uh, just for reference. Did you yes. have that before? Uh, I can put that up for you. Give me a, give me a minute. I'll, I'll throw, it, throw it up there. Okay. And this is the, the bar trader that's just the souped-up free trader? Or is yeah. it the Millennium Falcon looking one? Okay. No, it's the oh, souped-up free trader. Uh, yeah, okay. I can drop I can drop one. Okay, I'll, I'll, sh- I'll put it, it up for you. Skid, I sent uh, it in the chat. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay, yeah. So you can grab it. Thank you, Sid. Uh, so are you, where are you? Where, are, where do you think you all are? Probably by the airlock. Yeah. Is the airlock, is the bridge by the airlock, or is it, like, completely separate? Yeah, so if you look, if you look at the, if you look at the deck plan here, uh, one is the bridge, and then three is the airlock. So on the main, on the cargo bay deck, the main deck, uh, there's this kind of the side corridor on the starboard side. That's the airlock. Mm, I sent you guys an unhelpful document that doesn't yeah. have the layout. It's <laughs> like, what? Okay. Sorry. Well, okay. Okay. I, I will drop it. Okay. Sorry, I was trying to help. I really appreciate the, <laughs> yeah. the effort. You have uh, uh, the armor oh. that it has. Oh, thanks, Matthew. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. There okay. We go. Oh, great. Okay. There we go. So now that we're all looking at it, you see number, number one is the bridge, number three is the airlock. Oops. Got it. Okay, so, and then, well, I guess we're, maybe we're hanging out in the common area, just kind of waiting. Waiting. Yeah, waiting. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, okay, you hear the hiss of the depressurization, and then, whoosh, the airlock opens, and you are looking directly into the nozzles of a dozen plasma rifles, gripped <laughs> by fully oh. armored, armored Imperial Marines. <laughs> And like the flashlights affixed to their barrels are kind of crisscrossing into the into the common area, and they're like heads, 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 heads up. You think you brought enough guys? Yeah. <laughs> How far? Yeah, you uh, see what ship we have, right? Like, yeah, this does seem it seems strangely excessive. Even, even for those of you who don't have uh, naval tactics as a skill, this seems uh, ridiculously excessive. Yeah, um, is it? Is it a crime to fly your own plane in space? They totally, they totally ignore you. They're like humorous, like palace guards, and uh, the back, the back group kind of surges forward, and the front group kind of keeps their weapons trained on you. And they grab each of you and cuff you, and rather roughly, and then they just push you and shove you off the gambit and down ah. a dark corridor of the cruiser. Um, and they're just kind of like hustling you down and not speaking to you at all. Rough, rough, rough Watch it, buddy. Watch yeah. it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, and then eventually you reach a four-way junction and the Marines kind of roughly pull you apart from each other and drag you off in entirely separate directions. Oh, wait. No. My friends. Uh, my attorney. Don't you can't anything. separate don't me from my attorney. <laughs> Who's your attorney? <laughs> one of them. And you don't know which one. So you, to be safe, you just got to keep us all together, don't you? I have Advocate One. It's actually probably me. There you go. Yes. <laughs> the man. The man there. The human man. He's... Buffer! 
Help! What do I do? Puffer has essentially gotten his law degree in prison, basically. Yeah. <laughs> prison lawyer. Uh, Artemis looks at Philo as she's being dragged away, and behind her back, she looks at him. She goes, "I told you so." Everyone, stay calm. <laughs> Sometime later, Artemis, you find yourself sitting in a small, dark, windowless room. And your hands and feet are chained to the table you're sitting at. And you've been waiting here alone for, I mean, what feels like hours. You don't even know because you have no, no idea how to check. But it just has been a very, very long time. So what are you thinking right now? Like, what's going through your head? I think Artemis is only concerned about the job because... Her, her mentality is like, so what? I go to jail. She's 42. Like, she's lived a life and has been through some shit. And she's like, what's the worst that could happen? I die? You know, like, what are they going to do? Kill me? So that would be great. She's got a lot of debt. She's got a lot of shit she's got to do. <laughs> um, but I think she's mostly worried about the job because the magnet and magnate, whoever they work for, um, She's worried. She's more worried about the repercussions of not delivering this product, and she knows how deals work, and she's been screwed before. So I think she's like, the Navy has some other mission, and we're like a pawn in some game, but the real problem is if we don't deliver that whatever information Puffer got off the drives. She's also worried about her crew members, but she said jump, and <laughs> uh, they didn't jump, so. Uh, okay. Well, after some time, the bulkhead door su- suddenly swings open and a Marine steps through and following her is a naval officer and then this middle-aged woman in civilian dress. Uh, and the officer's probably about 30, very clean-cut, standard military. And the woman is almost kind of studiously unremarkable, right? Like, she looks like she's, like, kind of cultivated this sense of total averageness. And if it weren't for the situation, like, if you saw her on the street, you probably would forget her instantly. And then the woman takes a seat in the corner of the room, kind of half in the shadows, and the officer sits down across from you, nods to the Marine, who steps out of the room and seals the bulkhead door behind him. And the officer looks you up and down, then glances at a data pad in his hand. Piper, Artemis, UPP 9675C5. How's your back, Miss Piper? Oh. Hurts every day. What is this? Training for the academy? She nods to the woman in the corner. He doesn't, and the, the, the officer doesn't even acknowledge that you've mentioned her. Like for, for him, it doesn't like it looks like she even exists. How, that scar looks pretty nasty. How'd that happen? It was after the academy, which I was once in, which I'm sure you can see on your little data pad. What do you really want to know? Because you know everything about me already. I suppose we can start with what were you doing on Garda Villas? I was meeting up with my crew. We, uh, well, you saw our ship, Far Trader. Yeah, it's uh, it's a piece of junk, and we were getting ready to leave to go have some standard repairs done. Had to jump to do it. We need a lot of parts, and uh, it was a pretty average day. Hot out, hot out though. Who did you speak to while on World? Oh, God. Um, let's see. I have so many friends here. Nobody. I didn't talk to anybody. I wasn't here to do anything. 
I was here to pick up parts. We were getting funds for the repairs, and we were going to make the repairs off-planet. What's... What is this about? This isn't about me. The uh, entry paperwork you filed says you were here for a survey mission. What were you surveying? Parts. Parts. <laughs> yeah, you know, carburetors, accelerators, new fabric for the chairs. Did you see them in there? They're disgusting. So you filed a report saying you were landing on, for, on, on planet for a survey mission, and really you were just sourcing replacement parts for your ship? You know how hard it is to get in and out of ports when you're not top tier. All right, so we said we were surveying. This isn't breaking the law, okay? So we filed the wrong paperwork. That it? He notes something on his data pad. He leans back in his chair a little bit. Are you or have you are you or have you ever been a member of the Ine Gavar? <laughs> oh the Ine Gavar are you kidding? Is that a joke? Is that can I note that your answer is in the negative? Yes, it's in the negative. Have you or have you ever been a member of the Tanus Freedom League? <laughs> no. Well, then perhaps you can explain what you were doing in the Devoin Forest yesterday morning. The Devo- Oh. Well, that- I was actually surveying. That's not a lie. I was- Oh, so the survey was not- the report- the survey uh, paperwork oh, was yeah, actually not- Cut me error. some slack. I was taking a walk. <laughs> a walk. Yeah, my home planet's a dust bowl. I don't get to see forest often, and I'm mostly on the ship. I'm an astrogator. All I do is fly. So yeah, I was taking a walk. Truly taking a walk. Let's not play games here, Miss Piper. Do you I go I go by Artemis. You might want to put that in your notes. He makes a note. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Are you aware that uh, that unreported arms sales on an Imperial world is a felony? In some cases that could be considered treason. I'm very aware. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a big one. And she looks at the woman in the corner to see if there's any like reactions going on. Blank, total blank face. What's your name? Don't worry about her. <laughs> I would worry about yourself in this situation. You're in quite a bit of trouble. You had such promise as a young person. What happened? Did you just call me old? I did nothing of the sort. <laughs> Are you? I could kick your ass. If we were in the academy together, I would. What happened to me? Life shit on me. I got nothing against you, okay? But my shit got screwed up. You have that stuff about my back? Yeah, I got fucked, okay? And ever since my injury, I haven't been able to work. Life hasn't been the same. So I do odd jobs, I fly around, and that makes me a wanderer, a drifter, and aka to you, a criminal. That's unfair. He kind of nods slowly. Do you still have contact with Professor Nova? <laughs> I don't have to answer that. That's personal. Are you... Is she involved in your current... lifestyle? My current lifestyle? You can't go and talk to her. You can't call her. That's... You can't... Sometimes. Are you currently under the influence influence of any prohibited substances? <laughs> no. 
No, I'm clean. I'm clean. <laughs> You're in a lot of trouble, Miss Piper. <laughs> Perhaps if you could tell us the truth of what was going on in Gardevilles, we can help you. Why don't you tell me what you know? What are you, tr- what are you trying to get out of me? Maybe I can help you. Ever think of that? And he stares back at you. And from there, sometime later, Puffer, you find yourself in a very similar small room, chained to a very similar table. What's happening with... What are you thinking right now? Puffer, this this was pretty much his day after graduation. (laughs) 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 So... So he is um, currently... Uh, trying to remember everything from his advocate training. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. as you try to think back to all the the law books you studied while uh, while in the joint, um, <laughs> eventually the door swings open. The same officer, though of course you don't know that, and the same woman in civilian dress sit down, or she sits in the corner. The officer sits across from you. Uh, you recognize that the officer is a lieutenant commander. Uh, you read, you're able to read his insignia. Uh, he glances at his data pad. Damar Wes, a.k.a. Puffer. UPP 689BA6. Puffer. Why Puffer? It's the fish. It's really fascinating, really. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's bones kind of work together in an interlocking system. When threatened, it will, it will suck in water and will inflate itself. That way predators can't eat it. It's also extremely poisonous, but they make beautiful art on the bottom of the seafloor. Fascinating creatures. It really became my nickname back when I was at the academy, but I think a lot of people always confused it. Like, you know, maybe I was like, like, like smoking or because I'm chained down to the thing. But it's like, but really I came from a high oxygen environment, so we actually didn't do any of that stuff. So I had no idea what they were talking about. So I went along with it and the name just kind of stuck after that. But really it's a fascinating fish is what I'm named after. Fascinating indeed. We've scanned the tattoo on your cheek. You've had quite the illustrious career. Well, it's, it's just right there, yeah. Yes, I sir, sir, I can't salute you. Yes, well, I will. I should say that uh, there are many here among us that don't take kindly to uh, people of your repute wearing the uniform, any part of it. So maybe we should confiscate those eplets you've got. Oh, man. As imperial property. Oh, I made them myself. Or had them made. I'm not a sewer. They're they're black just to represent the mourning of the life I didn't get to have. I see. I see. What were you doing on Gardevillis? Ow. Just stopping over, doing a little bit of shopping, a little bit of this, that, stretching our legs. I grew up in a water world. And the amazing thing about those is it was basically like being inside a ship all the time. You know, I was 22 before I actually walked on dry land. I made it through the entire academy. And we were stuck inside like a space station the whole time. So really, anytime I can get planet side and just like grass, man. It's great. You seem nervous. Are you nervous? <sighs> nope. Who uh, who did you meet with at the Tanus Cafe this morning? I went with my crewmate Gigi. And, oh, we know. Uh, yes, we know. Oh, okay. Well, then you know, 
Had a latte. <laughs> and who did you meet with? Well, we didn't actually meet with anybody. There was this couple that wanted our table, and we were just finishing up and paying our check. That was about it. Ah, I see. And he uh, taps the data pad, and a small little holographic image appears in the table between you of you, Gigi, and the two contacts sitting at the, <laughs> sitting at the table together, oh eating God. eating and drinking. Busted. <laughs> the, the meal was uh, happened in that time when you uh, they wanted your table and you wanted to, to go. I see. Exactly. Are you or have you ever been a member of the Ine Gavar? <laughs> no. Are you or have you ever been a member of the News Freedom League? No. And yet you had <laughs> brunch? Is it brunch? With two known members of the Ine Gavar this morning? You are aware brunch. of the Ine Gavar as a terrorist organization. Mr. Damar. Uh, now, it, this is something that's like only on that planet, right? The Ine Gavar is the Ine Gavar more is kind of, it's more widespread, and it's actually become, oh. even for better or for worse become kind of shorthand for a number of organizations, similar organizations across okay. many different worlds. It's almost like Al Qaeda. That's uh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. It was that right. but, Well, yeah. except that there are different factions within the Ine Gavar. Some there are some that are violent. Yeah, there's some. Also the actually, peaceful. yeah, it's more like the IRA. Maybe it's like the IRA okay. is a good comparison. Like, yeah, those guys are Ine Gavar. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't know a man of your uh, experience. Surely, what experience? I was never a freaking terrorist. <laughs> I mean, I would just say a man with your. Uh, Interaction with the criminal justice system surely would know that it's a high crime to sell unsanctioned arms on an imperial world and to a treasonous organization at that. Well, I do know that. I also gave him my table at a cafe. Do you do you think a latte is a weapon, sir? <laughs> uh, the uh, he stands up from the stands up from the table and he walks back to the door and he knocks on the door three times. And then the wheel spins, and the and the marine steps in, and he hands the hands him a bag, and he walks back, and he props the bag on the table, and he opens it up, and it's full of the data cores that you hid on the ship. Oh, oh no! <laughs> we found we also found a very int- we'll get to this in a minute, but we also found a very interesting cutlass aboard your vessel in your quarters, I believe. It bears imagery connected to known crime lord Darius Cern. Care to explain? Yeah, I mean, it's just a it's a ship's cutlass. It's got the aces and eights on it. It's a dead man's hand. A lot of people use it. So you have no 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 connection with with Darius Cern. Oh, I know Darius. Know him. What does that mean? I mean we're not like we're like buddies. We're like Facebook friends, really. <laughs> Facebook. Facebook friendster. <laughs> And then the, the officer leans in, he, pull, he kind of like leans across the, uh, the bag of, heart, of data cores and he says, come on, Mr. Damar, you can tell us what's been going on. You have, I before, was in prison for eight years and you, and you want me to pretend that I never met a criminal. Really? Really? Well, really? I suppose you're right. 
I just thought maybe perhaps you might be willing to play ball, because you have before, after all. Back at the academy, you were quite happy to roll right over on your fellow thieves, weren't you? Yeah, but look where that got me. Look where that got you, indeed. Right there on my face. So, maybe, just maybe, if uh, the Imperial Navy had not taught me a valuable lesson, I'd be willing to play ball. And from there, we go to a different room sometime after that, and Gigi, you find yourself in a very similar situation, and it's been a long, long time. So what are you, like, what's going through your head? How you doing in here? This is ridiculous. So wait, the chain is on the table, right? The yeah, chain it's kind is of, sort it's, of... It's anchored to the floor. It's through a, through a loop in the table. Okay, she has somehow, like, thrown her leg over the table. So she's sort of sitting on the table with her hands between her legs, and she's just <laughs> investigating, like, the lock, like, seeing if there's any way she can get it loose. Like, she's like, gotta come out of here the whole time. <laughs> gotta get out of here. Ridiculous. Okay. Um... Well, eventually, door opens, same officer, same woman enter. The officer sits down. You got uh, the wrong you, woman. I'm sure you would say that. Would you care to sit down? That won't break. I, it's, it's, I can assure you it's not going to be picked. She swings her leg back over and sits down in the chair and faces them. Kershawn, Georgina, a.k.a. Gigi, UPPAA88C7. Can you tell us who your employer is, Ms. Who's Kershawn? asking? The Imperial Navy. Okay. Uh, who my employer is? I work for me, myself, and I. I don't report to nobody. I see. So what exactly were you doing at the Tanoose Cafe this morning? If you must know, I was meeting with my ex. There were some things he had to give back to me. What kinds of things? Various underwear and personal <laughs> items. Do you need to know all this as well? Yes, underwear. <laughs> that does sound personal. Are you Listen. or have you ever been a member of the Ine Gavar? Who's that? I don't know them. Trust me. Are you, have, are you or have you ever been a member of the Tanoose Freedom League? Is that a cult? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a separatist organization on the world you just uh, fled. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. I know a lot of people. I've done a lot of things. When you've been around a lot, you've been hit by a couple buses. You may think you know things. But I, I, this organization you're talking about, off my radar, I have no clue. Well, you, you do know some things, don't you? You know, for instance, something about, well, you might know how many Selfinians you displaced when you landed your cult on their ancestral homeland, do you not? Did you say cult? There was no cult. It's I'm called sorry. a commune living. Commune, commune. living. Okay. It's, it's, it's helping the planet do better than it's already doing. I did not see them. They were, in, they were an invisible species. How was I supposed to know I was kicking them off their land? They didn't tell me until they figured out how to make, make themselves visible. And then, of course, I left. All right? I, I tried. I mean, I'm, I'm trying out here. You got the wrong person. 
Okay. What? I don't understand. What do you think it is uh, we have the wrong person for? I don't know. There's at least a reason you dragged me and my cohorts off our luxurious vehicle into your whatever to question us. We were just doing. We were. We were doing what we were doing. What people do when they have extra time and uh, extra money and a good shit. It's a good shit. So the uh, the commune living has been profitable for you then. It was. It was. I mean, it, it did me right for as long as I needed it to. But, uh, you know, once I realized that I had a greater calling, I left to do that. And oftentimes the universe tells you what it wants you to do and you're supposed to listen. And I listen. Who's that in the corner over there? Don't worry about her. When's the last time you spoke, you spoke to your sister Lucy? What do you know about Lucy? When's the last time you spoke to her? Well, it's been like seven years, something like that. Wow, long time. Why so long? Look, no family, not even yours. Who are you, first of all, to question my family and what things go on in my family? Everyone has their problems. We were estranged. But blood is thicker than water. And if if someone out there hurt my sister, and she she needs me, I'm, I'm going to find her. If you hurt my sister, you're going to pay for it. Trust me. And you two over in the corner, stop looking at me like that. I don't like your attitude. Yours either. Uh, he reaches into a, a pack next to him, and he pulls out a pipe wrench and lays it on the <laughs> table between you. Gigi's gonna grab for it. To grab you, it. You grab for it and the chains. Yes. He, he's placed it just oh. outside the reach of the chains. How did you get that? Oh, make no mistake. Your ship is forfeit and all of its contents. No. You, 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 you can't do that. That's against the law. You don't, you don't get to take people's stuff. People's stuff is important to them and, and, and they worked hard for it. You can't take our stuff. Has your sister Lucy ever been a member of the Ine Gavar? <laughs> Are you I, aware that Lucy was seen meeting with known members of the Ine Gavar in the world of New Rama and the Deneb sector? No, I know you're wrong. Lucy would never do any of that stuff. She would never do any of that stuff. You're wrong. Has your family I, always expressed separatist leanings? No. Lucy was a law enforcement officer. She was a woman of the law. She did. She 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 followed the rules, except for. Look, okay. She was. It was late one night. She was watching infomercials, you know. Dog the bounty hunter infomercial came on. He was selling <laughs> his own line of hair extensions. And she realized that that's something that she could do. Not sell hair extensions, but be a bounty hunter. But it was always on the right side of the law, not the wrong side. She was playing for our team to do good. That was Lucy. Don't you understand? And the fact that she's missing, you should be going out there and finding her. Somebody knows where she is. 
And you're, you're questioning me and you have my pipe wrench and you're saying you're taking my ship. Where are my cohorts? I'm thirsty. Do you have any Kool-Aid? <laughs> <laughs> and he takes the pipe wrench and he puts it back into the, the pack next to him. Tell me, team is an interesting, yes, our team, an interesting way of putting it. Have you or any members of your family ever had any contact with anyone from the Jordani consulate? Oh, man. What are you going to do to me if I say I don't know? I'll tell you, my father wrote a really popular book. Maybe, maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. All all I know is, number one, I don't like your attitude, first of all. First of all, I don't like your attitude. Number two, my family has always tried to do the right thing. All three of me and my two sisters, we all did. Where we ended up was circumstances. Circumstances make you do weird things. You try being hit by a bus three times and see what happens to you. (laughs) See what happens. And from there, we go to a very similar room. (laughs) (laughs) And Philo. You have been here for a very, very long time. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in your head? I think he's sort of torn because I think he is really, it's sort of, there's a sort of homecoming feeling to being on board an Imperial Navy ship again, which is really like all he ever wanted, always expected of him was to be in the Imperial Navy so it, he's it's really nice to be on board a naval vessel again but it's also sort of a reminder of his failure so he's like kind of torn between just sort of nostalgia and and a bitterness i think right now mm-hmm. and he's also very nervous cuz he's like not sure he thinks that they whatever they they have him dead to rights and if they want to do us in like they can do it so well at that moment, the door swings open. Marine pulls the bulkhead door back, and the same officer in the same moment come in. The woman sits in the corner. The officer sits down across from you. Speaker, Philo, UPP-466-BFA. Those there are quite a few books on your ship, Mr. Speaker. Ancient, antique books. You a uh, reader? Yes, sir. Yes, uh, quite an avid reader. Passed the time during the jump, somehow. Any recommendations? Well, uh, I'm rather f- a fan of uh, Wordsworth at the moment. been reading a lot about the uh, old uh, lake country on ancient Earth. I see. Kind of unusual for uh, a man of your career to keep antique books with him. You don't travel lightly, do you, Mr. Speaker? No. Well, I, I have a... Uh, a quota of books that I have to keep. I try to not... Uh, they get heavy, so I try not to take too many, but uh, I, they give me comfort in the, in the long dark. You ever read anything about the history of the Villas sector? Yes, a little bit. Yes, the Villas sector is quite an interesting history from an imperial government perspective. Are you or have you ever been a member of the Ine Gavar? <laughs> At long last, sir, have you no decency? I am 
well aware that membership in the Union Gavar is proscribed by imperial law. I would never join such an organization. No, no. Are you or have you ever been a member of the Ternus Freedom League? Absolutely not. No, I have no uh, political position on the um, the the uh, independence of Gardevelis or not. I it's not not none of my business. Out of curiosity, how did your parents react when you told them you had killed five Imperial Navy personnel? And this is like, this cuts him like right to the quick. And he just kind of like, yeah, he doesn't want to let on, but it's just like, this really like hurts him. He just kind of like sits back. It's an Atlantic class cruiser. That's correct. Impressive. I've never been on one. Can I trouble you for some tea, perhaps? I've been in here quite a long time. Absolutely. In due time. Are you currently in contact with the Admiral? I mean your mother, of course. Uh, not, um... No, not for some time. No. When you did kill five naval personnel, did you explain the depth of your incompetence to them, or did you blame someone else? To save face. No. I was found guilty of negligence and I took the punishment that that deserved. Have you uh, had any contact with uh, Captain Voorhees recently? Captain Voorhees? Captain. He made Captain. Or she made Captain, excuse me. Yes, no, uh, I was not aware. Um, we wouldn't really have any reason to stay in touch, honestly. Uh, but uh, do pass on my congratulations if you, if you speak to her. It's really a wonder you haven't killed anyone else now that you're flinging yourself around out here in the marches. Or have uh, you killed anyone else, Mr. Speaker? No. I did kill a rather frightening creature on the planet, on the Guard of Illis, just before we left. Oh, yes, but I see from your shoulder, your, uh, it seems quite painful. Well, it's worse than it, uh, it's not as bad as it looks. Do you consider yourself a murderer, Philo? And he's like... <laughs> no. Uh, no, honestly, I do not. I am deeply sorry that I was not able to fulfill my duties as an imperial officer as was expected of me but I do not consider myself a murderer, no well isn't that nice for you and we'll find out what happens next (laughs) after this break for some messages from our sponsors that guy's a dick I don't like this I don't like this guy okay welcome back so the four of you each sit in your individual rooms alone after your interviews interviews for what feels like I mean hours you're hungry no one brings you water no one brings you that tea you're just sitting there it's like 
alone with your thoughts. And eventually, doors swing open, Marines come in and grab you, cuff you, roughly drag you down the hallway, and eventually they shove you into uh, a room together. <gasps> one large holding cell. And they, they, uh, they uncuff you all, they lock the door, they lock the cell door, and then they leave the room. This is awesome. Are you guys okay? just like Expanse. This is great. Oh. <laughs> See, Philo was smart. He put on a vac suit. My bladder is on critical mass. <laughs> <laughs> he can pee in his vac suit. I know. <laughs> what do you think I've been doing this last few oh, hours? Yeah. Just been, <laughs> been micturating at will. <laughs> did, they, did they ask you about the Inaga bar? Yeah. They asked a lot of stuff, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. Mm-hmm. It got rather Which, personal. Mine. Which I'm not affiliated with. And I want to reiterate that. And I want to reiterate, and she turns towards the door, just looking up, <laughs> that we have done nothing wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Gigi. Yes, Thank we're all innocent. And so if you the- keep holding us here... You're the ones who are going to be breaking the law. Fuckers. All right. Wait a Matthew, minute. Wait, okay. Could I make an advocate here. check to see, to quote what law <laughs> I could possibly fuck? say? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I know they're not, but to, 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 to lawyer stretch it. <laughs> any, <laughs> any possible. Give me an advocate check. <laughs> <laughs> For failing to let me oh, use the God. bathroom. <laughs> oh, no. No. Uh, okay, so... Eight plus advocate one, education one, so ten. Okay. Uh, if you were your own client, Puffer, you would advise them not to say a single word ever. <laughs> yeah. Because they have you dead to rights. Yeah. Shit. Could we... Artemis third sword puffer. <laughs> Could we have just said nothing? <laughs> Probably, but well, <laughs> that would have been they, they have their ways. I don't know if there's a fifth amendment. I don't know if there's a true. there in silence. I was thinking of the radio. <laughs> I don't know if there is like an imperial fifth amendment. Right. Like, we also, do we have? Option. Do we have Miranda rights? Like, they didn't tell us anything. <laughs> yeah, no one. We took out lawyers. Well, I guess we don't really in America uh, anymore. Either. Case thrown out. They didn't read me my Miranda rights. Well, look <laughs> at that. I wonder if we have some allies we can, like, call up or something here. Maybe. Uh, yeah, when do we get our phone call? I don't think we do. Okay, wait a second here. This is the moment where all of us have to have a come to Jesus. Truth to truth, facing each other here. Have any of you had any affiliations with anybody they mentioned in those rooms? Let's be truthful here right now. Anybody? Anything? And Nothing? I'm I'm Nothing. eyeing I'm eyeing Puffer because like he's the one guy with a serious criminal record. Yeah, Artemis is Artemis is also looking at Puffer. Right here, we all turn and look it. at Puffer. You know what I did? Um, <laughs> I had no affiliation with the, the terrorist organizations they talked about. They did talk about some people that I used to know back in the day. But that's 
parsecs and parsecs and parsecs away. Hmm. Well, listen, also, Ineg bar membership is something that the Imperium can throw around to intimidate people into doing whatever they want. It's something that's easy to fabricate if that's what they wanted to do, so... I don't think, honestly, that it matters whether we belong to the Ine Gabar or not. And like, if they want to say that we did, as far as they're concerned, we did. Pretty much. Well, what are they going to do with us? <laughs> Whatever they want. Force us to do something for them. That's how it works. They get something on you, whether it's the truth or a lie, and then you do something for them. They promise that they'll just to sponge everything that they had on you and whether they actually fulfill that promise is... They won't. They won't. They won't. We're fucked. Just trust me. We are. Yeah, We are. Artemis. They've got us also, over the proverbial barrel. I have a lot of shit on that ship. Two <laughs> important what are, things. Like what? What have you got? Personal Shh. items. Personal oh. items. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I obviously like we. I, I basically live on that ship. I don't. Uh, I feel like there's something we're missing here. You know what? Gigi yeah, we're is missing like our pacing. ship. We're missing. I'm definitely missing our <laughs> ship. Missing ship. We're yeah. missing the moment. It's in the ship. There's something we're missing here. There's a, a key, crucial part of this puzzle that we're not privy to. We're no, not, we, uh, they, they 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 could do this because they're bored. They could do this for any reason they want. There doesn't have to be a puzzle. No, but they Artemis, do want something, and I'm certain Artemis, that the other boot is about to drop any minute. Now. Artemis goes over. Did anybody over know anything and, about that that woman? Did anybody have like this observer? Oh, wait, like a, like a teacher. You had assistant? her too. You had her in your room too. Hey, what the hell was up with her? I don't know, but it's funny thinking back. I can't think what she looked like. Me neither. What did she? Does she look- do we remember what she looks like? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Like yeah, if she, she sat looks- me down in front of a sketch artist, I couldn't describe her. It's the funniest yeah, she- thing. Was she? A- she. She did, did she have-, have six boobs. <laughs> no, I. I would have called that. I would have that. that. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is the opposite of nondescript. No. That would be very descript. <laughs> she wasn't a trillion. No, this <laughs> is no. total recall. Sorry, Artemis, you were going to say something? Did we interrupt you? Oh, no, I was going to do something. And then oh. Artemis walks over and just high kicks the door with her heavy boot. <laughs> Boom! And then she turns around and high kicks the door with her left foot. Boom! <laughs> Who is out there who can talk to us? Yeah. No response. No response. What? Typical. All right, all right, all right, all right, right. But We're then, smart people. all of a sudden, the bulkhead door swings open, and a dozen Marines flood into the room. Ah! And they open the all cell right. door, and they grab you, and they start dragging you down the, down the corridor again. Oh, come oh, on with this! And you can sense you are like in the belly of the ship. Like you would, you, it's been so many turn, turn, twists and turns, and so much time. You have no idea where you are. Um, and after. Some time, and you get to a door, and one of the Marines spins the wheel, unseals it, and they shove you in, and you find yourself standing in a conference room. And sitting at the head of a large table 
is a man in an Imperial, uni- Imperial Navy uniform, short cropped hair, pristinely manicured mustache, and puffer and file your eyes instantly taking the stars on his epaulets. This is a three-star admiral. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he, he says, come in. Take a seat. What do you hey. do? I'm blown away. Instinctually, I'm just like immediately like he snaps to attention for a second. And then he remembers himself and he's just like tries to act cool. Uh, like he's safe five people, Brock. And okay. uh, just takes a seat. Is there like 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 a thing with ice water in here? <laughs> On the table, actually. Yeah, there's like a pitcher and some cups. Oh, that's so nice. Beeline straight for it. <laughs> the water. <laughs> He's a fish. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's about right. <sighs> also sitting in the room, by the way, oh. I should add, in once again in a shadowy corner is uh, that same woman in civilian dress who was present for all of your interviews. <laughs> <laughs> and standing behind the admiral is the officer who, who interrogated all of you. Do I recognize <laughs> this admiral? Do I know who this is? Uh, in fact, you definitely would. Uh, Philo definitely would. Uh, this is... Actually, give me give me a social standing check. And social standing? Puffer, you can do this as well. <laughs> uh, that's an 11. 10. This is Admiral Gage, Chief of Naval Intelligence. Oh, Wow. Wow. Are Did the chairs all... are the chairs in the room rolly chairs or are they static? <laughs> I think they're rolly chairs. Well, are there any are there any non rolly the chairs? Yeah, I don't think you, having rolly chairs on a space <laughs> vessel. <is> true. <laughs> are there any chairs that aren't hunkered down? No. Mm, all right. She goes and sits in the chair. Are you gonna throw furthest. One at him? No. She goes and sits <laughs> in the chair furthest from him at the end of the table. <laughs> that the other head Power of the table. Move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Barbara's just basically going to be, after he has had his whole glass, will fill up any glasses for the rest of the crew. Aww. And then fill his up. <laughs> <laughs> once, you've all, uh, once you've all sat down, the Admiral turns to the officer who conducted your interviews. And he just says, thank you, Commander. And the, uh, he, the officer hands him a data pad and just leaves the room without a word. And the Admiral waits patiently until he goes, and then he turns to all of you. Thank you, Commander. He, no response. <laughs> 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 and the Admiral looks at all of you and says, do you know who I am? Yes, sir. No. Yes, sir. No. Yes, sir, Admiral Gage. Okay, now I do. This is, this is Admiral Gage. The chief of naval, naval intelligence. intelligence. I didn't know we rated. I'm honored. Well, you're all in a world of trouble, aren't you? We've got you on what? smuggling, illegal arms trade, fermenting rebellion on an imperial world, and, oh yes, treason. Not to mention any number of interesting discoveries my people have found searching your ship. Do you have we anything did, to say? We yeah. did purchase the car legally, though. I just want that on record. <laughs> it's not stolen. We came At about all. it legitimately. That's 
So, so, so naval intelligence has a sudden treason in being a terrorist. That's classic naval intelligence, sir. Good <laughs> <Yeah>. job. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking yeah. at Puffer for, like, explanations here because he's been through this before. Yes, I'm sorry, sir. Treason is rather a serious charge. Would you mind explaining that? Uh, not too much trouble. I don't think I'm going to bother doing that because you all know what you've done. But we, but we don't. We honestly do not. He puts up his hand and he says... I'll be honest with you. I can make this all go away. Here we are. Here's the drop. Okay, what do we have to do? My offer is this. You undertake a mission for me, and all of those charges disappear. (sighs) What, What kind of mission is it? Like, for real? This is Ms. Banks from the Foreign Desk. He turns to the woman that was present for all of your interviews. Ms. Banks. And she steps forward. Thank you, Admiral. What I'm about to tell you is highly classified. If you breathe even a whisper of this to anyone outside this room, you will be summarily executed. (laughs) Have any of you heard of the worlds of Clorth and Nodra? Happy. Would you like to roll education? Yes. Why, why yes. <laughs> yes. Why, yes, I would, yes. Matthew. Thank you. Oh, no. Uh, seven? Seven. Yeah, seven. Nine. Eight. Okay. Uh, Artemis, you have heard of these worlds. Uh, they are both client worlds of the Imperium, not full members. So they're in neighboring sectors of the unclaimed space between the Spinrad Marches, the Jojani Consulate, the Sword, War- Sword Worlds, and the Far Frontiers. Um, so if you were to, would refer to the map, uh, mm-hmm. and if I would refer to my map, you'll see that there's a, the ed- kind of the edge of Imperial Space. Imperial- <laughs> yes, thank you, Seth, for uh, <laughs> great prop work. <laughs> Uh, on the edge of Imperial Space, the kind of mm-hmm. spinward edge, you'll see if you... Oh, let me pull up the map for myself, and then I'll be able to give you some actual things to look at. Because I closed it. The edge is the yeah. red, Sometimes right? during our... Yeah, the, the yeah. west. Okay. Um, so kind of in the... Basically, if you go top row of the sectors, second row down, second, uh, second rectangle in... Yep. You'll see the kind of edge of Imperial Space there, and you'll see in sect in you know the hex one 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 eight is Gardevillas. That's the world you just left. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, spoiler: these worlds were created just for this adventure. Oh, so, okay. Oh, so okay. Clorth and Nodra occupy uh, sectors zero nine one seven and or rather parsec zero nine one seven and zero eight one six. Oh, kind of in this no man's land between the Jodani Consulate, the Sword Worlds, and the Imperial Space. Wow. Um, oh wait, so they're not even named? Yeah, they don't. They are they are original inventions for this story. Matthew made oh, them. Oh, I love oh, it. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yes, that explains why they're not on the map because he made them up. Yes. Matthew didn't make his own map. Is what you're telling me? Matthew I went didn't. off the map. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What were the na- uh, what were the names of the worlds again? Sorry, Clorth, 
C-L-O-R-T-H and Nodra N-O-D-R-A and you know Artemis um, you don't know a ton you've never been there but you know that they're very similar worlds Um, they're both feudal technocracies uh, and they have populations of about 100,000 and both have uh, small but growing starports but what you mostly know uh, because this is probably what you've heard of is that they have hated each other more than anything else in this uncharted space for over (laughs) 200 years uh, and some, there were some early wars after their colonization, uh, but ever since then, they've kind of settled into a centuries-long Cold War. Cool. Um, okay, so at the mention of the worlds, Artemis says, so, let me guess. You're picking a side, and we're also picking a side. So whose side are you on? There are no sides in this, Miss Piper. There's only the Emperor. What you may not know is that both of these worlds are considering filing applications for full membership in the Imperium. And I'll be honest, it would be of vital import that both worlds join. And again, what I'm about to tell you is highly classified. Each world has valuable resources to offer, yes. And they reside at at a vital reach of space between many of our rivals and enemies. But the truth is, the Emperor is considering establishing a colony in the Far Frontiers. And both of those worlds are key to securing those co- that colony. Any questions? Excellent. And she, tur- and she nods back to the Admiral. I have a question, if you don't, if you don't mind. Your Honor, uh, Sir Majesty, whatever. Um, yes, uh, yes, you in the back? <laughs> Why us? Randomly, why us? It's an excellent question. The Admiral steps in to answer that one. Have any of you ever heard of heard the story of the Ellison? Um, and you could roll EDU or social standards. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> it's Buffer, what is your good stat? <laughs> uh, intellect and education. Intellect. Not not this time. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seven. Nine. Um five. I was that's enough. You don't know quite as much you don't you don't know quite as much of the others, but the Ellison is a kind of a sort of naval legend. Like a ghost story, basically. Uh and the, the Ellison was a long haul convoy ship in service about seventy years ago. Uh and seventy three years ago to be precise. Uh and it disappeared on a long-haul mission in the Spinward Marches. Uh, and in some versions of the story, it's actually in the Great Rift, and in some versions of the story, it's the Lesser Rift. It's a very adaptable myth. But the story goes that they, they misjumped, and uh, the, they were considered lost, but there have been reports of travelers seeing the Ellison floating in space ever since. You know, a ghost ship, you know, just drifting out in the open space. And it's both kind of a cautionary tale and a way to scare new spacefarers about getting your astrogation, you know, correct when you do it. Uh, and the Admiral says, yes, people have reported sightings of the Ellison all the time over the years. They've amounted to nothing, but... And he taps something on his data pad, and a holographic video kind of constitutes itself over the table. And what you're seeing is clearly something that was kind of recorded by an amateur. And it's very grainy and sometimes out of focus almost like a cell phone video, perhaps. Uh, and 
Sometimes you can like see the device like in the reflection of the of the of like the force field. Like you can kind of see. It. <laughs> but what you can make out clearly is a large, long cylindrical vessel with massive fuel tanks encircling its back half. And you can also hear, you kind of hear the giggling and chattering of the civilians in the background, and that the ship is just kind of like sitting there in the middle of open space. And the admiral says, "This." This was taken by two people on a civilian pleasure craft last night. And he like taps it again. Craft. The, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the video pauses and uh, it zooms in to focus on the ship. Was, this has been verified by naval intelligence to be the ISS Ellison. Unfortunately, one of the owner of the craft knew the legend and he transmitted the video to members of his planetary government. The government of Clorth. And of course, he did so on an open channel. And the transmission was, of course, intercepted by spies on Nodra. And now my operatives have confirmed that both the Clorthian and Nodran governments are hiring mercenaries and putting together missions to capture the ship as we speak. Is this the same naval intelligence that said we were terrorists? We'll get to that. <laughs> Again, I'm going to remind you that what we're what we're sharing here is highly classified. The Ellison was no convoy vessel. The Ellison was an experimental warship, a missile boat of sorts. Its mission was highly confidential, known only to a few members of the high command at the time. It had a weapons complement that could rival this entire battle squadron. Its mission was to remain in near-constant jump, only spending long enough in normal space between jumps to refuel and, if necessary, receive orders from the High Command if its services were needed on any world. If so ordered, the Ellison could wipe out a world in minutes after achieving orbit. This was supposed to be... And you lost... I was going to say, good job. ship... (laughs) Welcome to Naval Intelligence. <laughs> it should go without saying that really? I am not nearly old enough to be to have been considered in the planning of the of the Ellison's mission. Yeah, I'm but here. you didn't find it either until now, until it was intercepted on a shitty frequency by spies. What garbage? I'm sorry, you're you're a lieutenant. What were you? Captain. Admiral. Admiral. Oh. Sorry. What's in this time. for us? You're sending us on a mission against mercenaries for a warship. You saw the ship we had, right? Of course you did. You ripped it apart. We don't have the manpower, the gunpower, the cash on hand to deal with a mission like this. Esponging our bullshit record that you just wrote up is one thing, but supplying us is another. I would say, speaking of manpower, firepower, money power. You're going to give us supplies to do this? You should know. Uh, Ms. Banks, and again, the, uh, the woman steps forward. The situation is this. If either Clorth or Nodra gets control of the Ellison, they will likely discover its weapons complement. And we have very good reason to believe that should their militaries 
Uh, should they discover this, their might would be increased by such a factor that they would not hesitate to destroy the other. Which we obviously cannot allow to happen. The Admiral nods very gravely. At the same time, the Imperium cannot be seen to interfere. Negotiations with both worlds are at a delicate point. Any attempt to interfere in a Clorthian or Nodron mission would be reason enough to abandon the tables. But terrorists is okay. Let's say a small, ragtag, independent far trader operating on the fringes of society. I prefer that. And the Admiral is kind of staring at the image of the ship just floating adrift in space. And then he turns to you. He looks you each in the eyes in turn. He says, your mission is simple. Locate the derelict ship, commandeer it, and deliver it to a location to be determined where the Navy will accept it and decommission it. If the ship is not salvageable, you are ordered to scuttle it and its weapons complement in as remote a location of space as possible. You ask what's in it for you. Yes. Well, I can, yes, make all of these charges go away. Seems like that might not be enough. So, perhaps I can sweeten the pot if you're successful. Perhaps... We might discover some clerical errors in our system. For example, that Lieutenant Commander Speaker and Commander DeMar here have been undertaking some deep cover work in service of the Imperium in our military prison system on the frontier worlds, and uh, we can restore your commissions. How? It's like the departed. Or for you, Miss Piper... Perhaps you would benefit from a clean slate and a fresh start and your record wiped clean entirely. But also, perhaps, your friend the professor would also benefit from such a service. And for you, Miss Kershaw, I'm sure you're curious as to the current whereabouts of your sister, Lucy. Well, that's highly classified as well, but information like that slips out every day, doesn't it? Minor leaks like that are a fact of life. But, 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 but you're saying you, you, you might, you might know something? We might, yes. And of course, I should say you'll be compensated for your time. Your debt to Mr. Ames, was it? It's been paid already by the Imperial Navy, and perhaps the okay. Navy would be willing to transfer ownership of this vessel to you all. Oh, yeah. So the choice is yours. I can turn you over to the regional magistrate. Okay. Or you can embark immediately. Uh, well, but before we embark, uh, I have a few questions, Admiral. Uh, yes. <clears throat> tonnage of the ship. The Ellison? Ellis- yeah, but can we get the stats on the ship and... Uh, also, if we could also have a few tons of spare parts, because I don't know the condition when it's there, so if we could maybe get some, some spare parts for it, just that way we could fly it. Uh, possibly uh, some some suits just to, to get through it, because we don't know if it has atmosphere, we don't know the conditions on that thing. Uh, but we would require specs on the ship if we were to complete the mission. 
the Navy will, will supply you with, yes, vac suits, as well as electronics kits and replacement parts to repair the jump drive astrogation systems and, if necessary, various other electronics, avionics aboard the ship. Mind you, specs on this ship are very hard to come by, even for naval intelligence. The original plan was for this to have a, a network of these ships operating throughout, throughout chartered space. Uh, after the Ellison was lost, it was considered too costly, and other plans were made. Uh, but we have precious little information, but we will supply you with any information you need. It is an 800-ton hull, as you can see from the, the video. Oh, I just didn't have a sense of scale. I mean, it's just yeah. it's in space. Capital, um, capital yeah. ship. Yeah. Crew, uh, complement, crew complement of, of, of 43. Okay. Um, it, the weaponry aboard, is there anything we need to be aware of? Biologicals, high radiations? I don't any, know. Anything that could put us in danger by stepping foot on it. <laughs> It had a full nuclear complement, we know that. Ship-to-ship defenses, plasma turrets. AI? No AI. Okay. I have one last question for you, Admiral. Yes. What happens if we fail? I'm sorry, I don't understand the question. Quite taken. Uh, I, Philo is definitely enticed by this. This is, this is a promise that sounds too good to be true at this point. To restore his career and his rank is, it feels like justice. But he's also really skeptical. And he's also horrified at everyone's behavior towards this vice admiral, despite like all of his experiences with the navy. He's horrified that people would be like talking back to this, like a three-star admiral, like at this at this point. So he's just like, um, "Excuse me, sir, I, I do. I, I'm grateful for the offer. Certainly, you have done your research and uh, you know something. You know what would make us heal." Uh, at your call I understand that you would probably be reluctant to put any of this in writing but you might also understand my reluctance to trust the verbal promises of the Imperial Navy after what we've been what kind of assurances can I offer you Uh, a good faith gesture of 47 million credits would be a nice start. I paid off your debt to a crime lord. Oh, right. <laughs> yes, that's good enough. <laughs> he does... All right, he will offer to... He will He will put it in writing and seal it. He does not allow you to take any kind of copy, but he, allows, he will... Okay. He, <laughs> and, uh... That's worth it. I owe you... <laughs> Could our attorney take a look at that before yeah. you put the seal on it? Does it look like you... I'm negotiating? No! No, no, sir. No, sir. Apologies. What do you think? What is Uh-oh. the time frame? Expected time frame? Mm. You leave immediately. The ship is drifting two parsecs from here. You're... Sh- you're you... But... Forth and Nodra should be able to muster 
a mission, each of a mission of their own within the same time frame. So we're working against the clock here. So is it is it in the is it an empty sector adjacent or an an empty parsec adjacent to Clothanodra? Is that where yeah, it is? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So um, just sorry, so I don't want to waste any of your valuable time, um, but I do have some questions about the planets, the systems in question, yes. Clothanodra. Uh, what can you tell us of their tech level, law level? Industry, uh, history, uh, any uh, government, government, government systems. Well, I, you mentioned uh, feudal technocracy. Uh, any, any information on the systems in question? Well, yeah, I, he can provide you with a full, uh, with kind of full dossiers on both systems. You'd also have this information like on the ship's computers too. Like yeah. you could be. A, Okay. I'm just saying because they're not showing it's, up on our maps. So. I know, and I will it's, fill out. The, I'll fill out the profile for you and send you their code. These ghost planets are really freaking me out here. They're not showing up on our scopes. Is the Ellison located anywhere near a gas dot giant or comet where we could get hydrogen? Good question. Fuel. Good question. Mm. Or, uh, oh no, yeah, good question. Uh, if the gas tank's empty, I just I want to know where we can get some gas for. It. Yeah, you have to refuel the ship. Uh, the, I mean, like the other thing is the the Ellison was designed to go several jumps without refueling if necessary. So there's, it's possible there's still fuel on board. Uh, but okay. yes, you, there is a gas giant in the system that you could use to refuel if necessary. Okay, cool, spectacular. If we have to scuttle, we need to know what you would want us to retrieve. Nothing. Okay. No logs or uh, system cores or anything. I'll be honest with you all. The Imperium would rather this go away. If it is necessary to scuttle the ship, leave no trace. Got it. Some record of its destruction would be useful. Recording from your logs, perhaps. Okay. Okay. Fly it right into a gas giant. What time is it? Uh, it's ba- ba- you've been awake for a long time. So basically, you, <laughs> if you woke up this morning for your for the beat to be early this morning to bury the crates out in the forest and begin the mission, it's now like midnight. Yeah, this is a long day. It's, it's been a long, yeah, day. Been a very busy day. Like I was bitten Stressful by a day. space lion. And I'm, so, and we've, I'm we've been ch- ch- and I'm chased. sorry to say, if you're accepting the mission, you must leave immediately. Okay. Uh, well, you'll have a w- you'll have a week in the jump to rest and prepare. Um, of course. All right. Yeah. Really? Love the huh. taste of boots in the morning. Let's go. So you accept you accept the mission? Uh, um, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, yes. I, I accept. Yeah. He's, yes. The Imperium thanks you for your service, and he just leaves the room. <laughs> All right. And and I do like stand up and stand at attention and salute. And he. I do not. He salutes you back. He returns the salute. Um, okay. Well, the uh, uh, the Marines will escort you back to your ship. Uh, you'll find that it, it de- like you know it's been worked over, right? But every, it looks like they put everything back. Like it's, it's in the it's same like state of disarray. <laughs> I had three pudding cups. There still better be three. 
<laughs> Put in cups. Yeah, I check the fridge immediately for Coke of Cola. <laughs> Stop. It's just it's just blessing. <laughs> I think there's even I think there's even more. Oh fuck! They took another Coke of Cola and changed oh, no. it for Blexi. <laughs> That's the Imperium, man. Yeah. Slamming your fist on the counter. <laughs> Oh, I should say the uh, the medical staff on board the the cruiser is happy to provide medical care for your shoulder. Finally. Oh, sweet, awesome! So you you can give you just let's all hand wave healing yourself back up. To That's fall. great, man. Yeah, nothing okay. like medical care aboard an imperial capital ship. Like this is like, yeah, kind of like this got to be like a huge sigh of relief to just really get this taken care of. So yeah, makes me very happy. The ATV is still in the cargo hold, by the way. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got Steve Miller CD better still be in the CD player. I'm going to check that first thing. Trying to get it out. Across <laughs> <laughs> the entire desert with that player. You <laughs> really did. Just the same song over and over and over. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, the Marines escort you back to the airlock, and you can get back on yeah. your ship. Uh, mm-hmm. And what do you do? Um, I, s- I coordinate that jump. I get it ready to go. I want to get the hell out of here. Yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah. you seal off the airlock, and I'm, I'm also going to say we need to do a full scan for bugs, trackers, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Deep scan. All right. Do you want to do that <laughs> before get- you leave, or you want to do that? No. Well, we, could do, we, uh, we have let's a week cut ourselves off from the universe. Yeah. Then do it. And then do it. But right now, then let's. Do it. Yeah, let's get that. Yeah, we definitely yeah. want to get the hell out of here. <laughs> okay. Um, it's so yeah, big, we actually have to get the jump distance from the dam. From the ship. From, from the, the ship. Yeah. yeah. From the superstar <laughs> destroyer. Like, yeah, seriously. Can you guys back no up and make it a lot easier for us? <laughs> I mean, now that you get, when, you deta- when you detach, you get a look, and it's like, I mean, there's like you know, a, a couple dozen ships. Like, this is like, they're not kidding around. Like, this is, <laughs> they're, they came at, they, this is like a full battle squadron, a barrel. Oh. Should have asked him for one of those plasma rifles. Always wanted oh, one of those. Damn. <laughs> so they don't want. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um. The coordinates they provided you are two parsecs from here, which your ship can do in a single jump. So you, yeah. I assume you know you did you uh, puffer. You head down to the engine room and spin up the engines. Philo, you sit down at the controls and begin to and you, know, you see and you seal off the engine. You seal off the airlock and then you yep. your armor tracks. And then you fly away. In the pipe, five by five. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, Artemis, give me an astrogation check. That Philo, by the way, uh huh. Don't believe a damn thing they tell you for it. Just believe. That's. He- a 10 for astrogation. Okay. Uh, you crush it, and then task chain-wise, I believe that gives you a plus three. Is that all right? I'm flipping to my pages right now. Plus one or two? I don't, I don't remember what the test change. It was an yeah. easy check. She crushed it. Oh, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got it. It's at least a plus two. Hmm. Yeah, plus That's two. Plus me two. starting my machine. Okay, so that gives me a total of plus four and uh, six, seven plus four, eleven. Okay. Yep. So you, uh, so uh, Artemis, you 
calculate the jump, and then Puffer, you want to walk us through the jump process? Okay. <laughs> I, inter- I interrupted you last time. Yeah. I know. I- you have to like, shut the power off to all non-critical mm. systems, the lights dim, um, and then we basically, it just rips a hole in the fabric of reality and just sucks us in. Yeah. Like uh, a, bubble, a bubble surrounds the ship and then you're just like... Yeah, then shutters close off all of the windows, like slide down because a jump bubble actually emits a light that can cause hallucinations or illness oh, or, or whatnot. Right. And I didn't know that. Uh, if if you read if you read Mark Miller's uh, Age of the Imperium, he talks about it. Yes, yeah, I even read the novels uh, where <laughs> astrogators will actually have to look at the wall of the jump bubble to like get used to it. So. <laughs> So yeah, it shuts all the shutters and then like, thoop, and then we are in a pocket dimension, mm-hmm. the size of the ship, for a whole week. And sometimes people say weird transmissions come over the radio. There might be a knocking on the outside of the shutters. <laughs> <laughs> Don't open them. <laughs> that could just be old, old spacer stories. <laughs> so what do you do with the week? First, I'm going to sleep for like nine hours. Yeah, for real. Uh, no, we're. I'm going to. I want to start checking the ship, like mm. slowly, meticulously, going over the ship. So, do you want to roll mechanic for that? Like, if you're going through, like, you're going part by part, or do you want to do me an engineering check, or do you just want to use like a, do a com- electronics check? Um, yeah, I could. I could do uh, electronics. Maybe like a sensors check or uh, I can use streetwise just knowing the the basic places or mechanic any of them would work Uh, if I could use streetwise that'd be the best but otherwise whatever I mean I'm going to be checking the insides of light bulbs I would say let's do mechanic because I imagine you're like kind of opening up the like the opening up the walls like looking in conduit by conduit like I can help too with that yeah you want to to. isn't Gigi a mechanic Gigi, aren't you a mechanic? I am. I don't have a mechanic for some reason. Oh, no, I did get mechanic. That's what I chose when we did the thing. We were, I do have it. We were going to work on that ATV together <gasps> during this week, but now we're yeah. up on a, on a covert mission. <laughs> Yay. So can I help? Yeah. So yes, please. Oh, can I get <laughs> so, yeah, you, you roll the first really and then we'll... See, six, so I didn't help at all. Okay. Yeah, the ship is big. It's, it's, the far is what, a 200-ton hull? Uh, 200 ton, yeah. yeah. I think so. I, think uh, so. I rolled a 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's a plus... Uh, <laughs> that's going to be a plus one. It's okay. me a seven. It's going to be a minus one, so they even out. Okay. I got an 11. Okay. Wow. Uh, nice. Okay, so yeah, so Seth or Puffer just sits down, starts at the engine room, and just works systematically works works his way through each of the rooms, each of the corridors. Pulls off like the panels on the wall, like is he's. I think I imagine you're both like scanning with a de- like with a device to detect electronic interference, but also like literally physically combing through. Like you're like like you're like cutting oh. open the wire, ca- like the cabling, and just like inspecting each of the like. Each of the bundle wires. This sounds like a special light because they're little nano bugs that'll crawl around. (laughs) 
This is you, like Gene Hackman in the conversation. Exactly. It's yes. like so paranoid. We're just like combing yes. over a part of the ship. I was just talking about that movie. I love that movie. Such um, a good movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably by the time we give it a clean bill of health and the jump's done. Like, oh. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I would say it's probably going to take you the bulk of the week to do that. Um, but at the end of it, you, you find nothing. Does someone also want to like, do you want to check the ship's computers to make sure, like to see if they put a virus to do the same, do something similar and try to convert the, uh, the computers to do anything like that? I, I picture him. He's just sitting down in the galley. Like, okay, we don't find anything. You check the computer. Son of a bitch. Artemis could check the computers. I have a, a two in electronics. Oh, okay. Awesome. Electronics what? You know, I didn't put anything in. You got it. But I assume it would have been computers. Okay. Because she worked with like... We'll say it is. We'll say it's computers. This was from her collegiate days. So long ago. I don't don't even remember. I think it was computers. Back at Space Records. Yeah, back at Space Records. (laughs) Yeah, Space Records has a great electronics parentheses (laughs) computer program. (laughs) That's a uh, eight. Okay. Yeah, you don't find anything. Well, all right. I did my best. She looks at it for four days, and she gets really burnt out on looking at the computer. And she's like, yeah, I think it's fine. <laughs> so just out of curiosity, what did I download onto my, my armor? Oh, uh, yeah. Good question. It is a list of names. Oh. Are our names on it? No. No. Just showing him that. See, we're not on this. Yeah. <laughs> Never on the list, man. This this illicit list we stole, we're not on it. See? We're innocent. Hey. Oh, wait. <laughs> what was that woman's name? The one that looked at... That, all I know is she didn't have six boobs. Yeah, the one... What was her name? The, she was in, the regular woman. Banks. Yeah, she worked in foreign... The, on the, she, was from, she was from the foreign desk. The right. foreign desk. What was her name? <laughs> Banks. Banks. Thanks. No, two boobs. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> it's just it's just the standard. Just, just put standard. that in that list. <laughs> like. Yeah, we'll leave this one. Okay. Two boobs. Old, old, okay, old two press. Uh, you make it sound uh, like it's an insult. Like, I know. It's like, <laughs> it's like I'm not casting aspersions. I mean, you know. Um, I. Philo is going to, apart from helping Puffer, he, he's going to spend all of his time studying up on any lore about this ship and everything that he, that the Admiral gave us about these two systems. Yes. And I'll provide that information for you in a later episode. Okay. <laughs> um, do, you okay. Have, do you guys talk at all about your plan? Like, what's your, what's, if you say you encounter the ship, what are you going to do? While we're on the ship for the week, you mean? Just I mean, in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is like regular conversation while I'm stripping wires. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, like, we're going to board it, right? Ellison, like, what is it? What are you just going to kind of like fly at it? Or, I mean, like, do you have, or do you have a plan of any kind? We should kind? scan it and then board it, right? Yeah. We should um, probably figure that out before we get there. Okay, so depending on what we find, uh, it might be safer the first time. To actually not dock and just pull up next to it and go out with back suits because space it's space walk. 
Spacewalk to it. Next to it. Ask if they have some great coupons. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, you no, know, if 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 there well, is some sort of horrible contaminant on board or or tribbles or something, we probably don't want to interbreed our air with it. So we might want to just spacewalk over, check it out, and if it's good, we get a file just dock us. But also, we probably want to spacewalk first. Yeah. Also, we have to be prepared if there are simply mercenaries there before us. It's taking us a week to get mm-hmm. out there, and that radio transmission already went out. I wouldn't be surprised if there's tons of scavengers all around the ship. Yeah, oh, yeah, things on YouTube. Like fortune hunters of all stripes would be swarming that thing. Also, we have like our ship is equipped with relatively shitty sensor a sensor package, and <sighs> yeah, we're we're not like very well equipped for any of this. So. Uh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess we just kind of have to play it by ear, based on what what we find. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess like at, at that least, like visual reconnaissance. I agree with the spacewalk idea, um, just to get close to it, because I don't even want to dock with this ship unless we have like as full an idea as just, we can get of what we're going to experience. Yeah, just just check it for contaminants. Uh, and if it are, we hmm. don't, I don't want to dock with it. We can get whatever contaminants in our spacesuit and clean that before we get aboard the ship. But or little lizards, I don't know. But xenomorphs, for example, for example. Okay, elevated dolphins. Yeah. It could be packed with <laughs> elevated dolphins. <laughs> dolphins would be awesome. Yeah, it would be great. <laughs> that was like, okay, let's dock right now. Let's have a giant. <laughs> Elevated dolphin party on board this this ghost. That's something I didn't really think about. Actually, I see you never think about it until the last minute. That's why elevated dolphins. Elevated dolphins. Fingers crossed, by the way, that that is what we encounter. (laughs) Yeah, you guys look over, and Gigi's sort of like sitting on like the floor of the bridge, but she's eating like a pudding cup. Oh wait a minute! <laughs> that's, that's puffers. Last one. Motherfucker! Even the navy left yeah. that alone. Gigi, you are Gigi. a terrorist. Are you okay? You never eat pudding cups. Gigi's only eat pudding cups when they are extremely stressed out. I am stressed out. You know, I'm the youngest one here, but I, I try to act like I can keep up with you guys, but I feel like I'm just outmanned a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't know what we're going to see when we pull up next to Space Limo with guns. I, I don't know either. You don't, Huffer? No. This is why we broke up. You know what? We broke up because of this and because your mother didn't because like the I fact didn't that I didn't know how to swim. Ship? <laughs> you two dated? Yeah. I don't want to talk what about it. What happens in the jump? <laughs> what happens in the jump? Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. I feel like we're being flung out into space here. Well, we, we are. are. We, are. we, we are. are. You literally say this every time we jump. We are. And then the moon starts to sound. Oh. Oh. The jump okay. bubble is about to is about to dissolve. Oh boy! Okay. We are about to, all right. So who's where? 
Uh, who's on sensors? That's like the very first thing someone okay. needs to do. Yeah. Okay. What would that be? Mechanic? No. Uh, it's electronic sensors. I if can have, do that. Okay. If you have electronics at levels, if you don't have electronic sensors, but you have electronics at level zero, you can just roll it at level zero. Okay. Okay. So, I'll take the comm. You want to be on and comms? Yeah, yeah, sensors and comms are like the first two things. I'll get down to engineering and. Okay. I love you. Move your dinosaurs off the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. Uh, and I'm gonna. Philo is going to situate himself in uh, the pilot seat, the old by, by the controls. Uh, and uh, yeah. All right. The uh, so once you're all situated, the jump bubble dissolves. The window, the uh, the shutters open, and you are out in open space, just like just stars everywhere. And you do, what do you do? You just start scanning? Yeah. Yeah. Sensor sweep. Yep. Try roll. Ro- yeah, go ahead. Ready. Have your wits about you, everyone. This is an area we've never been to. Eleven. Great. You do a full and complete sensor sweep. You don't detect any ships. The Allison either? No, nothing. Uh, shit. Um... Could you check uh, our position? Are we in the right... For, check, check our coordinates. I, I can't... I, I don't see anything. I don't see anything. You don't I'm see anything. Check, yeah, I'm going to check <gasps> the... Uh, the yeah, I'll check against the astrogation. Did the yeah. ship have stealth? Yeah. I did yeah. not... Oh, maybe it's I cloaked! Didn't, yeah. I didn't fuck up the astrogation. I did not fuck no. up the astrogation. Give me an astrogation check to check your astrogation work. <laughs> I have astrogation as well. I'm gonna, can you, I'm gonna can double you check, check against me? Yeah. Everyone, I'll, I'll just check. Everyone pulls up, pull out their slide rules and start doing the calculations. I only got an eight. I'm now. I'm nervous. Uh, ten. You are both That's confident that that uh, that Artemis's astrogation calculations were correct. You were at the it. coordinates the Navy gave you. We are here. It's not. Where is it? Um, they already got it. They took it. Somebody took it. Okay. Uh, we can we check the video? Was it actually on a trajectory? I mean, maybe it's just been sailing along for two weeks. It all of a sudden, okay, a Artemis, a contact appears on your lidar screen, dead astern, out of nowhere. Somebody just pinged in. What? Somebody just pinged in. Stern, stern. I pull I'll pull a bootlegger turn. <laughs> all right, you pull a bootlegger <laughs> turn, and you see it. it. That it is. It's the Ellison. It's right there. Uh-huh. And if you if you if you do a sensor sweep, you don't even detect a jump bubble, like you no 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 remnants of a jump bubble. Nothing it was nothing was there, and now it's there. Wow, Ar- Artemis just hits the the dash, and she's just like <laughs> shitty fucking sensor. I said we needed a new light for the radar. I think the light went out again. I probably just didn't fucking see it. Oh, you have to no, kind of like no, no. Kinda, you have to put a piece of tape on it. It'll be fine. Oh, I, Sorry. <laughs> this is what the ship looks like. Um, it's again, it's like Tape a long cylindrical design, almost like a missile itself. Uh, and you might recognize this has a streamlined needle configuration for those of you who are ship designers. Uh, if can, you want someone to give me a, an education roll. Yes. Yes. Uh, 13. 13. Okay. 12. Oh, also wow. 13. Wow. All right. Nice. So those, I guess you're all uh, ship building nerds because you actually <laughs> recognize this design is reminiscent of the Agrippa class destroyer design, uh, uh, albeit oh. with more fuel tanks. It's just, it's got that whole back half is encircled with those large boxy fuel tanks. 
And again, it's 800 ton hull, so very big. Uh, not, not nearly as big as the Atlantic class cruiser you were on, but still, it's a capital ship. Okay. What do you do? That's awesome. Oh, I remember this ship! Oh, I remember this! Oh, okay. Oh, we need to scan it, hail it, just visually look at it. Like, is it giving off heat? Is it. Got right, right now, it seems to be just drifting. But yeah, yeah. you want to give us a scan, Artemis? Yeah. Uh, eight. Okay. You detect no unusual radio radioactive activity. Uh, you n- nothing and nothing kind of that that of that what I'm trying to say nothing of that sort. Uh, but you do detect uh, forty one life signs aboard. Whoa! What big big number of life signs? Um, seems like the entire crew is aboard. Well, we've been frozen. Doing- Beaten to the punch. That was the exact number uh, that the admiral said. The complement, the uh, total uh, complement, officers and crew and marines was forty-two. <laughs> okay, oh one person died. <laughs> he got yeeted into space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, also, it's it's been seventy years. They might be freezered. Um, Would Gigi, we be able you to see I, your, You see a light pop up on the comms. They're hailing you. Oh, <gasps> guys are hailing us. This is the SS Kate V Kate's Gambit hailing. Comms are open. Civilian vessel, civilian vessel. You are in violation of Imperial Imperial Law four two eight seven point three. Prepare to be boarded. And we'll Son see you next a week. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just. What through this? <laughs> we need a cloaking device. <laughs> we should have asked for one. Uh, we need to exact some better how promises you, this time. How do you tell the Navy that they just did this? How do you explain? <laughs> like, you can't do it again. We double just jeopardy. did that. Double, double space jeopardy. jeopardy. <laughs> oh, Good night, everybody. Thank you so much. Oh, Good, night. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.